You're listening to the Kelly to the Core podcast. Let's peel the apple and get to the good stuff with your host, Kelly Willenberg. All right, this afternoon, we are going to talk to two women about some of the challenges they've had in the workplace with being taken seriously. I'm going to welcome Denise and Glory to our podcast today, Kelly to the Core, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves and give you a little history as to where we got to today when we were having a conversation about working in the in the industry today that we're in and what people are challenged with, especially if you are a woman. Denise, I'm going to let you go first. And what do you think some of the challenges are today in being taken seriously? And tell us a little about yourself. Um, I'm Denise Esther. I have been um, in the industry that I'm in for about two years. I'm currently in the SaaS industry. Um, prior to that, I was in the nonprofit world and um, healthcare field. Um, and I grew up as a military child, so moving around um, to different places afforded me a lot of experience. Um, so I've been in the workforce for a lot longer than most. I've done a lot of things and um, you know, I've learned a lot as I've gone through um, some of the things that I've done, but I, I run into the same experiences um, wherever I go. So um, I, I guess it's relative, um, you know, experiences are relative to um, just the environment that we live in. Right, right. So do you think women are in your industry right now, do you think that it's harder for you to be taken seriously than it is your male counterparts? Yeah, because it's it's a field that um, is changing. There are more women in the tech field now, but it's not always been that way. So um, it's been a, a male, predominantly male field. So I think it's harder as women are integrating now and taking lead roles in, in this industry to be taken serious. No, I agree. I think uh, sometimes it's it's harder for someone to look at a woman in a high higher position to know what she's doing. And uh, sometimes that's very frustrating. How about you, Glory? What about your experience in being challenged as a woman in the work- workplace? So I've been in the nonprofit, or I was in the nonprofit world for about 10 years, um, four of them being in leadership. And that's really where I began to experience these um, situations and feeling like I wasn't being treated the same as uh, male counterparts. And for me, my experience was more so with my staff, not necessarily the leadership um, that I was under. So I didn't experience it in that sense, but with my staff and really having older male staff really was a challenge for me. And now in my new field, um, being a project manager, just experiencing it from, um, once again, not from leadership, but more so from the uh, customers is is pretty much the same experience. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, it's just it's, like that. It's just ongoing and. Well, and it, it makes you so you, you question yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's hard. Yeah, it makes you feel, you know, like, should am I doing the right thing? Am I leading well? Um, should I have, you know, obtained more training before doing this? Uh, but, you know, it, it's nice to have supportive 
uh, people around you, as I mentioned, you know, leadership, not not feeling that from leadership, but more so from staff or customers. Um, I think it's it's a different type of experience. Uh, and do you feel at times that you're treated differently than your male counterparts while you're working today? Um, not today. Again, with my experience now, definitely not from my team or leadership. Uh, but again, it, it was just from staff. So um, even in my previous organization, same thing, you know, I've worked alongside males and I never felt like I was treated different, but um, somehow it was different with those that I was supervising. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and I think that that's, that's the part that was difficult for that specific staff to, to be okay with. You know, I'm, I'm a younger woman. Uh -huh. um, having to supervise them, having to, you know, write them up and things like that. So right. that was too fun. So what about you, Denise? Do you feel that you are treated the same as your male counterparts today and that you sometimes struggle with working with people that are under you? Um, not today. Uh, we're very fortunate, the company that we work at, um, you know, the leadership and the, and the team um, all together really works equally and um, they're open to any suggestions that I have or any feedback or input. Um, but when I, you know, consider, you know, boards that I sit on or, um, you know, just different community um, activities that I am in, there's, there's always that, um, you know, that she's younger, she's not been here that long or she's only been on the board for this long, uh -huh. um, you know, but, but really in essence, it's just that, you know, good old boy attitude um, mm -hmm. that really is, is the underlining issue. Not how long I've sat on a board because my experience warrant that I sit on this board, but right. I think, um, but I think because I'm younger, I've not, you know, been on the board that long you run into that mm -hmm. so do you think it's a it's a communication issue that people have trouble with because you are younger than some of the your counterparts on a on a board or is it that you just are viewed differently because of your your age and your gender i think the age and gender play a big Part because even with the staff that I'm referring to, a lot of times he would say, oh, well, when I was a supervisor, when I did this, when I did that, and, you know, it always made me feel like, well, maybe he does have more experience and mm -hmm. I shouldn't be in this role. So for me, I, my experience was simply just the age factor and the fact that I was a woman. What about you, Denise? Um, I think... In different instances, it's been different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at my previous employer, I think it was, um, I started in an entry level position um, and worked my way up. And I started in that entry level position on purpose because I wanted to kind of not have responsibilities and things of that nature. But because of, of who I am, obviously, I, and, and my work ethic, I was promoted several times in my short time that I was there. So I think it's more of, you know, the age um, and less about, um, you know, my gender. Um, but I think that my age and my gender being the same, you know, one in the same, when you consider having someone who's older 
right. versus having someone who's younger, right? Right. No, I agree. I mean, I have experienced some of that in my career where uh, as a woman, sometimes I wasn't taken seriously or there were more older people in the room who had more experiences with than me, even though I might have different experience or I might be an expert in an area. Sometimes you're not viewed upon as the expert in the room and you're both you're both insightful and sometimes it really boils down to you know what how how long has this person been doing this mm-hmm. you know and and i think sometimes just because you're younger and have less experience doesn't mean that your experience isn't more valuable or more valued um, when you are working through, um, you know, different fields, especially, you know, in the fields that you're at both in, I mean, you know, anything healthcare, IT, um, you know, medicine today, there's, there's this, there's a lot of, of women who are advancing their careers and that's their choice. And they should be recognized for their knowledge and Mm -hmm. their position. And I think sometimes that's, that's difficult for people. Do you agree, Glory? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned position because also too, uh, I experienced it being just that, just you didn't have the title. So along with being young, being a woman, if, you know, before I became director, I did experience a lot of that um, and simply just because I I didn't have the title. So uh, that definitely plays a, a huge role in it as well. I see. What about you, Denise? Yeah, I agree with that. At my last employer, I I did the director role. I oh, okay. did everything that a director did, but when it came time for me to actually have the director title, um, it was then an issue. You know, there we we could you could use some polishing here or there before we actually give you this role. Um, when I had already been doing it or, you know, um, at least a year. Well, and sometimes it's it's hard for people to move people up uh, because there are people among the group that have been there a long time who are going to view the person being promoted negatively, uh, even though they deserve the promotion. And I've seen that in my career, and I've, I've seen it across the board as I've worked with clients throughout the years. Now, I experienced in my career many years ago, what I would term as the gray haired man syndrome, where I, I, di- I didn't have the best idea because there was an older gentleman in the room who could basically reiterate what I said and people would recognize the idea better than, than if it, they had heard it from me. And I've been in on meetings where as a, as a team approach, we decided to have a particular person in the room present something because we thought it would be accepted better. Have you both had any, any, uh, you know, scenarios where that type of situation has happened? Denise, I'll let you go first on this one. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because if I have tried several times to get a customer to do something that I know is going to benefit the implementation of this of our software for their organization and i'm finding that there's some resistance i will bring in you know our head developer and he can say the very thing that i said and it is 
so well received and it is a great idea <laughs> you know and it would it will be verbatim the same thing that i said um but it's just better received and not you know do i feel like i should have to do that no but i have to manage my clients and right. the client you know and and what we're trying to do and i find that i have to you know really just own that this is this is the way it is <laughs> whether it's right or wrong this is the way it is and it's the environment that we're living in and this is what i have to do to be able to do my job effectively um, because you want to be successful right right and you want your client to be successful yes, yes. absolutely what about you, Glory? Have you had any, you know, situations that you can think of that you were in a situation like I described where you were kind of put put in a spot and felt like you had to do something with someone else so they would present it better than you? Yep. So I think I'm right along with Denise and we were talking about the same customer, actually. So um, I agree with what she just said. It it's not that we have to, but we have to bring him in because that's the only way we we get the project moving along, really. So even though it's it's sad that that's what we have to do, as you mentioned, we we've got to get our job done. So by all means. No, I agree. I, I and sometimes I would think that, you know, I in working in healthcare like I do, there are times when we have to present unfortunate news, um, you know, and uh you know, findings that might be negative or, you know, something that needs to be um, improved. And I've been in situations where where we actually have identified a person that needs to deliver that, whether it's a an, a, a, an older gentleman or a, a high level, um, you know, administrator that people respect, but we've, you, you structure what the information you need to put out there to make sure that you can get your point across because you want things to be received in a way that that people can move forward. And I think both of you are experiencing things that I've seen throughout my career. I still see today and I'm not quite sure what could be done to make it better because I think, you know, we're we're in a state now where it, a lot of things have changed mm -hmm. over the past couple of years. Um, some of it, I think, is people are siloed and we have all worked remotely. Do you, either one of you think that has had any impact on communication or relationships over the past two years, Denise? I think it has um, because we're, we're built to have community, right? And I think when you're virtual all of the time, that that human interaction that we crave isn't fulfilled. It's not the same as seeing someone on a on a computer screen than it is in being in the in the room and having a meeting and actually being able to to kind of brainstorm and whiteboard together and really go through the process that you would if we weren't living in this siloed, you know, isolation periods that we're in right now. Yeah, it's a different environment. What about you, Glory? Any any thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree. I I think we're we're kind of still in the midst of it, so um, still not really having that in-person contact. So I'm I'm curious to see how much this has impacted our relationships once, uh, if we ever do get back to normal. Absolutely. I think that 
you know, it's in some ways the challenges that both of you face as young professionals. Uh, some of it probably has had, you know, um, some swaying off the beaten path over the past two years because of the work environment and some of the challenges that people have had to deal with. And, you know, at the end of the day, you want to work in a, in a place that you enjoy and that you get along with your, your teammates and that you can, you know, take the, the kingdom as it, as it is, so to speak, and be successful, you know, with all that you do within that kingdom. And I think, you know, unfortunately we've, we've gotten into some ways where, uh, you know, to your, to both of your points, you know, sometimes people don't take information as well from you or me, then they are going to take it from another person. And, and some of it may, it may be trust. Some of it may be, they're seen as an as as an authority. Um, some of it may be that you know they are comfortable with that person, and it it could be that some of these things we've dealt with over the past two years have has really you know put this front and center. Because I'm hearing from people all across the country that this is a challenging time, and that some people are leaving my industry because of some of the issues both of you have brought up. Denise, do you have any final comments? No, I think, um, you know, the more we talk about it, the more we address it, you know, when it happens and um, finding, you know, a commonality to be able to help people understand that our age or our gender really has nothing to do with us wanting to do our job and do it well and help them be successful in whatever it is, whatever type of service we're, we're providing, whether it be in the healthcare field or in the IT world or or whatever, I think it it makes you know, people more aware. Absolutely. Glory, any final comments from you? Yeah, I, I agree. Just talking about it and making sure that women experiencing this know that it's not just them. It happens to many of us. So just staying encouraged and uh, finding those that you can trust and, and talk to about it. Right. Well, I think you both have hit on things that are important. And one of them is, you know, keeping your community around you, talking and encouraging each other, which I think we all have to do in the environment we're working in today. I thank you both for joining me today. And to the audience, you've been listening to Kelly to the Core. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Kelly to the Core podcast. Subscribe to the show with your favorite podcast player directly or through our website, kellytothecore.com.